And we are super psyched to welcome our newest sponsor, Thunder Road Guitars. Thunder Road Guitars is the Pacific Northwest best source for premium, new, used, and vintage guitars, amplifiers, and pedals. Online or in their Seattle, that's West Seattle, or Portland stores. You'll find fantastic customer service and a terrific vibe. I know because I'm in there a lot. Grab a cup of coffee, swing on in, don't spill your coffee, and check it all out. And now if you use code TOURSTORIES10, you can get 10% off at thunderroadguitars.com. Yes, that's me playing guitar. Hello, big news from our friends over at DistroKid. They now have an app. This app works on iOS and Android, of course, and it's available in the Apple Store and Google Play Stores and all the stores where you buy apps. Go check it out. It's got a lot of cool features. You can upload new releases. You can get notified when you've earned royalties. Awesome. You can withdraw from the app via push notifications. A little dangerous for me, but rad. Anyways, go check it out. It's all at distrokid.com app. And don't forget, you can still get 30% off your DistroKid account by going to distrokid.com VIP slash tour stories. Have a great one. We continue to celebrate our friends and partners over at Isotope, and we got some big news for you. The gold standard of audio repair, RX11, is coming in May. In the meantime, you can buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All at isotope.com. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hello, Tour Story listeners. Thank you for your continued support, and welcome to Season 4. I'd like to take a second to thank our friends and sponsors over at Isotope. Here at Ruinous, Chris and I rely heavily on easy-to-use tools like RX and Ozone for all of our audio repair, mixing, and mastering. Now, Tour Story listeners can get 10% off Isotope plugins or try Music Production Suite Pro for free for 30 days using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. To get your discount and check out all of their easy-to-use products, go to isotope.com slash ruinous. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com slash ruinous. And use code FRET10. And thank you for listening. Hey, Bonnie. Hi. How's it going? It's pretty good. How are you? I'm fine. I'm not sure if I should tell you this. Oh. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. It's a secret. Oh, boy. It's my birthday. No way. For real? <laughs> it is. Oh, my God. Happy birthday. Thanks. That's so exciting. What a... Um, what a fanfare. That's great. Yeah. No. Other people's birthdays are the best. Uh, that's <laughs> so cool. Congratulations. It's uh, Chinese New Year and so, yeah. uh, New Moon and... Yeah. Uh, it's a good season. Uh, congratulations. Happy birthday. Thanks. That's so exciting. I didn't know Thanks. I was going to talk to a birthday person today. I, know. I thought it would be fun to tell you. Thank you for your candor. Yeah. Wow. That Now the stakes are so high. <laughs> this has to be fun. It's your birthday. It's all about me now. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Where are you? I'm in uh, Los Angeles, California. I don't know if you're familiar with it. I am. What part of Los Angeles are you in? I live uh, like right next to Dodger Stadium mm. um, in the park, Elysian Park, which wow. sounds as mysterious as it is. Very much so. How do you live in Elysian Park? Like, <laughs> what do you mean by that, I wonder? You said you live in it or you live near it? I live in it. I didn't know there was homes in Elysian Park. There are. Uh, I always wanted to live in one of them. And then, poof, wow, magic wow. happened. And now I do. It's I'm. Yeah, I didn't really know that this was, I would be one of those people that I admired in this way. Um, yeah. But there, you know, it comes with uh, ties and lows like anywhere else. But sure. there's, you know, lots of um, wildlife activity that I appreciate. Is there enough that it's kind of scary at night? Um, not from like that kind of wildlife, but human wildlife gets a little freaky over here. Uh, yeah. You know, which is fair. There's a cross section of like gang stuff and like mountain people that live in the mountains, which is cool. Like if you yeah. didn't have to live in an apartment or house, be awesome to make your home in the mountain. But where those two things combine uh, is a very uh, interesting energy um, wow. that sometimes gets a little spooky at night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That might be the coolest place to live in LA. Yeah. It's, I was like called to be here and uh, I don't know why, but I really like it. And I like, yeah, I like trying to find hawk feathers every morning. That's like a cool way to start the day. <laughs> yeah. How's it feeling in LA? Um, vaccination? infection covid wise well i think to be honest we're recording in two weeks so my whole life is uh inside my head so i'm pretty focused on that but i feel like it's pretty good i i feel like you know i've i've i don't really know my one of my best friends is an er worker and um he just doesn't have good stories and people mm. have just been kind of not smart about this the whole time and our drummer is a teacher and people are not super smart about this or you know but it's unfortunate and sad and frustrating but uh luckily i get to be in my head for a few weeks and not touch other people or right. worry about getting other people sick or you know but yeah we went on tour which was like wild and i feel like for me personally, that was uh, exposure therapy. Like I was one of those people that didn't like I followed all the rules, extremely cautious and conscientious. And then uh, on tour, you, you're just exposed all the time. So it just yeah. I got I like kind of had like a meltdown and I was like, Ugh! and then by the time I got home, I was like, it was just like exposure therapy. I was so freaked out for so long that when I got home, I was like, I love my home. Like, and, you know, before if I like walked by someone that coughed, I was like, oh, that's dangerous. But it's like, once you're just in that, you're like, okay, like I can expand my mind a little bit uh, of what, not about what safety is, but what, you know, what danger is, isn't like yeah. every time you leave the house, it's just like, not like COVID has like little planes that it gets in and like flies right. up your nose and like has a meeting. <laughs> you know, that's how I was like feeling before was it was like a targeted attack um, against me and my family. 
It I, took touring to squash some fear, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I guess I never even thought about that because I did some touring also and Ooh. it went pretty good. We had to, there were a couple hiccups and people had to come home, but Aww. it was a long tour. It was like a six week tour. So um, it went pretty good. And maybe I unconsciously came back a little more resilient and strong too, now that I think about that. Exposure good. therapy. Yeah, well, like I'm not that. one for that style of like living. Is like face your face your fears, do it. <laughs> um, although I would tell all my friends to do that, but I wouldn't think of myself as that. I'd rather like slowly contemplate over years how to get better than like jump into the fire. But you know, miraculously, um, no one got it, and yeah. nothing got canceled anywhere, and. It's science, so you can't change that, but your perception of reality can really uh, mess things up for you, <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, yeah. So my perception shifted enough to where now my life is like I'm in control of my destiny again. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, and that also I wanted to ask you as a musician, how do you view this involuntary shift in our lives? I view it... Just honestly, personally, maybe this isn't nice or something, but I learned more in the last two years of my life in every which way that I am forever grateful for this opportunity at a break in life. Um, I don't think anyone else, like other generations really, <laughs> or other people really had this. And like for us, it was just, uh, we went on tour like every other month. So it was like on tour, then cocoon for a month. On tour, then don't mm -hmm. do shit. Oh, are, is bad words bad? No, bad words aren't bad. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so it was like it wasn't that different in the sense that we're used to cocooning. But it was like I didn't realize how much I needed those breaks in life to mm -hmm. escape myself. Um, it's like, oh, we're going. I know what's happening in a month. We're I don't have to worry about this now. Like, I'm going to be on tour. I need to protect my body or whatever, you know, whatever stuff you can't deal with on a touring schedule. Um, and I just didn't know I were like things that were ruining my life that I was like ruining my life or not really like taking a good look at things that needed to change. And then this was just like, you want to keep carrying these rocks with you for the rest of your life or you want to fix it right now? And I was like, I guess I fixed it um, or started the journey. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. That's a, you know, yeah, I've, I've asked people a similar question and uh, it's kind of split between, well, more often people just say they've, they've been anxious about ever touring again or their vocation. Right. But people have, a few people have said they've gotten a little solace and the ability to step back and look a little broader at their world and the world. And uh, that sounds like it's been helpful to people. Yeah. Well, I didn't ever think about, like on tour, you might notice like your job is, or at least my job is to, it's kind of like being a monk or something like you can't want for anything you can't need anything you stay in a horrible place everything about it is pretty tough it's loud all the time the van's super loud everyone like you know has different energies different needs at all times and it's just like 
So the goal is to like um, lessen and be as small as you possibly can in your body and self and mm-hmm. push anything down, down, down that's bothering you because you have to deal <laughs> like there's no hiding. Um, and so doing that over and over again and teaching yourself to not feel your needs like physically or emotionally, you know, <laughs> like mm-hmm. over and over again it has an impact on you. And I didn't realize the impact that was, it was just making me a very small person all the time, just because I was like, oh, but you become really like resilient, but maybe not in a healthy way. And I think this like kind of allowed me to realize like, what's my energy? What is other people's energy? Like, and I'm super sensitive to like shift in mood, like someone in the front seat, like has a shift in mood. like, oh. like, what's going on? Yeah. What, are, are you okay? Do you need something? <laughs> and it's like, now I, I don't need to interact with their, you know, psychically with their energy shift. I don't even, that's their problem. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, so many things I learned. Uh, which is super cool. <laughs> so it sounds like you, I mean, over the last two years, you guys consistently toured? No, we just oh, toured okay. only one time. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, only one time. Yeah, I'm no. Sorry. That's okay. Um, so aside from that touring, what have you been doing to occupy yourself outside of your rock and roll life? Well, that is a good question. Um, I mean, they're all so, it's so silly, but I mean, like I learned, <laughs> I learned meditation, which is really cool. Oh. Um, I didn't realize what it was before. I thought you were like supposed to like spend a certain amount of time trying to like leave your body or something something like so crazy was supposed to happen while you're meditating but now i realize it's for all the other time of the day it's not about that like 20 minutes or whatever it's about Mm -hmm. the rest of the day how it feels um and yeah having a real sense of like what uh 20 minutes is and being like oh i could patiently wait through this or i could freak fucking out like i used to just be (laughs) like such a you know, like I couldn't wait every 15 minutes. was like way too long. But now I have right. pretty good at waiting. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. But I don't, I've been dreaming a lot, like considering things a lot, thinking a lot, writing a lot. I have plants now. Uh, that's wild. All right. Um, I've just been like trying to figure out what, what are the mysteries of the universe? Like, uh, what matters to mm-hmm. me? Oh, yeah. I forgot. I have a podcast. I talk yeah. to people about paranormal stuff and the Oh, mysteries. you do? Yeah. What's it called? Death Valley Girls Podcast. <laughs> All right. That's a good name. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but, yeah, I started out really caring about ghosts. Mm-hmm. I always cared about ghosts. I really wanted to know what happens after you die. Then I kind of started realizing that ghosts aren't the end of the mystery that's just the beginning so i've I've been trying to learn a lot about this stuff and uh other dimensions ufo stuff all these things so i've, I've been pretty busy <laughs> wow i want to learn about those things yeah well it's the more you learn the more you learn you know and it's so mm-hmm. fun yeah so you have played some shows when did you do this tour like the middle of December. Mm. It was like just recently, and that was it. Okay. Um, How yeah. was it? How did it feel to be back on the stage? I mean, it's far out. It's super cool. There's nothing like sharing 
energy with people and like trying to make them excited and them you know feeding back and forth and like playing with that energy there's nothing like it i tried to find it somewhere else but it doesn't exist in another uh situation but you know like a big thing we do is like talk to people after and get you know hang out with people that's like just everything about that was different um and i i had to stop drinking um i don't drink that much but i like to drink before we play and that mm -hmm. is so fun to me but uh somehow i'm mysteriously became allergic to alcohol over the really? last two years yeah it's oh. so weird i don't know what happened but it's uh there's a lot of strange mystical phenomenon that have happened to me uh and that's one of them where i i just don't get to drink anymore so that was weird like to be around drunk people for the first time and not be drunk yourself it's like <laughs> whoa like if you're drunk you don't notice but if you're not drunk it's far out it's like right. a totally different world um drunk people love them but it's it's <laughs> far out you know like you know like when you're drunk you get super excited about different things and you want to connect so hard um mm -hmm. <laughs> and i that's exactly what i do when i get drinks i want to connect so hard and talk about stuff that's so exciting and whatever and lift up the energy as high as we can possibly make it and yeah when you're not drunk you're just like i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> like what <laughs> oh um, man but yeah so i don't know i mean i would love to go on more tours but the way it feels just changes every day every week yeah. it's so different um and i just feel like there for some reason i feel like we have a responsibility to do the right thing like as far as people's health and their bodies so that's really um you know i don't want to kill anyone like you right. know what i mean <laughs> i really mm. don't want um to put people in a situation that isn't safe and that sucks like i wish i didn't care you know like yeah i wish i was like oh, well you know the I don't know, you know, whatever, like, oh, they signed up for it or they knew the risks. It's like, that's not good enough for me. Like, I would never say that to a kid. Like, it's just not, that's not part of my person. I heard someone talking about similar thing on the, on the radio yesterday. They were suggesting this notion that vaccinated people are and will continue less and less, hopefully, to sort of babysit all the people that refuse to get vaccinated because it's just the numbers are indicating that, you know, they're, they're getting sicker and they're carrying around the virus and the virus is mutating in them. Um, but they use the word babysit. It's like, we're going to have to fucking babysit these anti-vaxxers <laughs> until they all get infected or die. And it's true and protect ourselves from them, but still take care of them. It's interesting. You know, everyone, everyone feels very strongly the way that they feel and that's can be cool <laughs> like mm -hmm. when it comes to sports teams or like <laughs> bands or whatever but when it comes to like a place where there's facts all of these like micro things that are like impacted by people's personal choices which i ordinarily i'm like oh yeah personal choice is the most important thing in the world but if you're on a you know, we're on a like sinking ship. This isn't like a regular situation. Like, of course, yeah. the vaccine isn't like, you know, you shouldn't take it if COVID didn't exist. But, uh, you know, these 
we don't have that choice. Uh, yeah. And it's I, the best choice. It's the best choice. Yeah, you got to yeah. look at what what's going on and I don't know. It's <laughs> it's frustrating and it's scary, but I I guess somewhere in my mind it's just like the people that believe that believe that as strongly I guess as we believe what we believe and it's like I know. I don't understand it, but <laughs> I try. Yeah. Yes. No, I don't. I gave up. I don't try. <laughs> Fuck that. Um, well, you have this new 7-inch with La Boutrette's yeah. uh, on Suicide Squeeze. And I'd like to play When I'm Free. Does that sound cool? I love this tune. Oh, boy. Thanks for liking it. Yeah. Sure. All right. <laughs> let's play it. Okie dokie. Nothing can happen. Nothing can happen. Nothing can happen. To me anymore To me anymore I love that song. Thank you. That's so cool. Thank you for liking it. <laughs> How did it come about that you and La Boutourette did a split single? 
Um, well, to be honest, we wrote a dream list when we started the band. On this dream mm. list was like a bunch of people we wanted to play with or just have some sort of interaction with even, you know, when you're like a baby band, you're like, I just want to open for them or even play on the same festival. And Butcherettes were one of those bands. And it seems like over the years we have, yeah, just like really wanted to tour with them and stuff. And I think there was a few things, but then you know what happened in the last couple <laughs> of years. And I think we were just like, well, we need to keep putting out music even if we can't go on tour. So we asked them and like shockingly they said yes. Mm -hmm. And then they covered one of our songs, which is so yeah. weird. Like It is so weird and so <laughs> such a cool idea. Yeah. I, it's like a really, it doesn't make too much sense when a hero does something like that, you know, in just like regular life. Because usually that doesn't happen, you know, like usually yeah. nothing really happens. Um, so that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. And there, so the cover is the universe. And is it acapella? Would you describe it as acapella? Well, I guess there's some uh, there's some bass in there. It's pretty vocal, vocal focused track. I yeah, don't know. <laughs> right. This cover reminded me of what I think might be a doo-wop influence with Ooh. you guys, because their cover of the universe is a little doo-woppy. Yeah. And the reason Death Valley Girls, uh, what I imagine to be a uh, doo-wop influence wow. is, is because it's like a dark doo-wop influence and I am in a band that may or may not have coined the term doom-wop wow a dark vibed that's -wop. so cool yeah that's one thing that I've always liked about you guys I um, can't believe you even know our band or that yeah. you knew it before today I think my friend Aaron in Portland turned me on to you guys. Um, yeah. And uh, David at Suicide Squeeze, I think, turned me on too. Um, the other thing about you guys, and I think the universe was maybe the song I've listened to the most, is even though there is not, it's not explicit, there is a drone to you. Maybe it's the chord change or maybe it's your the sound you choose. But there is a drone almost mantra to your songs again even though it's you don't have like nine minute pieces of music that repeat <laughs> you know in your songs there's something about it sonically that i'm really attracted to because it has this drone thing to it is that intentional or does that even exist did i make it up what i think is happening is it's like a hypnotic thing it's like supposed to like I'm really into, like, I don't really listen to it too much, but <laughs> the idea of, um, like, if you do, like, healing bowls or all of these things mm -hmm. that I'm not, um, basically, like, I like the idea that you can sonically alter your state, you know, and, like, uh, I really like manifestation and all of that stuff, and I feel like, yeah. and magic and all of that stuff, and the hypnotic state. Uh, is a really good place for manifesting. So I like songs that are like, and I like layering stuff a whole lot. And right. I, my favorite part of music is singing with people. So having like tons and tons of layers of singing, like um, it's supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks well, for noticing. Yeah. And then the, the last thing <laughs> is there is a, often a guitar sound that it reminds me of like Zambian 
psych rock, like African psych rock, wow. like a real tinny stuff. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, you got any new music in your life right now? Like what I'm into? Yeah. What's on your turntable, as it were? Oh, since we're recording, I try not to listen to anything, but mm -hmm. I will admit that my entire life changed two weeks ago from watching the Beatles documentary. That, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm born again. It's so weird. I don't know what it was about that, but it was, it was exactly what I needed to get, like, get my ass in gear, get this, right. you know, like, and just to be like, oh, we have, we only have a month to write. Well, if the Beatles, like, you would never think that, like that sure. whole thing, you would never think any of that. And so I've, I watched that and I watched that movie, Ray, <laughs> uh, mm. trying to just limit my yeah. exposure so I don't by accident rip anything off. Um, yeah. Like now we have like 12 songs. So that's like 12 fishing poles stuck out of my head until we get it done. And like those fishing poles are like have different bait at the end. And I could catch, you know, Lord only knows what I'm going to catch with these fishing poles for ideas. And I can't add like a whole lot more to that sonic mess like in my head. So Right. Well, I'm going to let you go here in a second. But I okay. want to ask you one more question. Okay. What are you looking forward to in the next year? The only thing that I would like to say <laughs> at this mm -hmm. point, I think, is today while I was walking my dog, I was like, I'm so lucky that my favorite animal is a dog. The amount of joy I get when I see dogs is like you know if somebody else saw like an elephant or something, you know i just yeah. i felt so lucky that my favorite animal was something so you know readily available daily right. as much as i want like i will see a dog um i think I, I would like to be more grateful for things like that maybe just learn uh learn more gratitude <laughs> um yeah i that's all i can think of that i'm gonna take that that's Really interesting. I haven't thought of that either, and I think I agree with you. Yeah. My favorite animal might be a oh, really? dog. What kind of dog do you have? He's a golden retriever and a poodle. Okay, I know what that is. Are you <laughs> I know. serious? You can say it. You have a golden doodle? <laughs> <laughs> I do. Oh my god, that is... A black <gasps> golden doodle. What's his name? His full name is, and my son named him, Sonny and the Sunsets Smith. Does he know that band? I was in that band the month before we got that dog. When I got <laughs> awesome. home, we got Sonny, and we asked my son what he wanted to name him. <laughs> and he was like, Sonny. And we're like, that's a great name for him. And he said, but I want it to be Sonny and the Sunsets Smith, which is Sonny's full name. It happens to be my wife's last name. So oh, it's cool. It's cosmically all fits together. It it really does. That's incredible. We have this giant lovable guy. Sonny. Congratulations. What a wonderful gift to the world your dog is. Congratulations. That's a Thank big you. deal. That's a very big deal. I did not know I was talking to a <laughs> birthday person with a golden doodle uh, named Sonny. And that maybe that's how I know you, Sonny in the sunset. I don't know. But maybe. Um, yeah, if you if your favorite animal is a dog or a bird, you're really lucky. Yeah. Those are you can see those every day. That's such a great idea. Yeah. Thanks for that. Thank you. All right. Well, it was nice talking to you. you Hopefully too. we'll see you on the 
on the concert circuit someday yeah, in 2022. Uh, hopefully. All right. Stay safe, Kay. All right, you too. Okay, bye. Bye.